Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of Katie's Christmas Movie Countdown. I'm here with Otis. Hey, guys. And tonight we watched How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the original uh, 1966 made-for-TV movie special thing. It was only 25 minutes long, but is definitely a staple of almost everyone in the world's Christmas, I would imagine, now. Yeah, this, um, this version is my favorite. I, I enjoyed the Jim Carrey version. I haven't seen the Benedict Cumberbatch one, but... It's pretty good. This this story, I, I don't think you should go over an hour with the story of the Grinch. Uh, it's, it's pretty to the point. Like I said, I enjoyed the Jim Carrey one, but they had to add a lot more to pad out the time. And after a while, I was just like, fuck, man. I just <laughs> it, It's not much to the story, so they have to add more, but I liked it, but I enjoyed... The time and speed of this one is perfect. So this movie is based on a book by Dr. Seuss of the same name. And Dr. Seuss was so involved in the production of, in the making of this film, that he produced, he wrote the screenplay, he of course wrote the book, and he also wrote the lyrics for all the music. Like this was all, almost all of this was him. He had his foot in every part of the process of the making of this holiday classic. Yeah, when I saw his name in the credits with everything, I actually didn't know that he did the words for the song. I thought, you know, like how movies usually go, they get somebody else in to do yeah. all the words and stuff. Well, there there was two other composers involved in the writing of the, the music for this. Um, one did the actual instrument tracks, oh, okay. like the actual com- composition, and the other helped writing the, helped Dr. Seuss write the lyrics, basically. Okay, cool. Yeah. It was really cool. And this was directed, this movie was directed by Chuck Jones, uh, who you might not recognize just by me saying Chuck Jones, but if you, like, think deep into your mind back of everything you watched in your childhood, he did basically all of the MGM stuff from the 30s and on. So all of Looney Tunes, all the Merry Melodies, all of those things that you absolutely loved as a kid. Oh yeah. Chuck Jones had a was a part of it. Like <laughs> Yeah, I that's another thing. I even you know as a kid you just watch the movie and you're happy, but you know, you get older you start looking at the credits and see who does what. I actually didn't know that Chuck Jones was involved with it. It makes more sense of why so many scenes are iconic and just well, in the animation, yeah. it's definitely his style. Just the way things look. Just like the one scene when he smiles and his face just curls up like a weird, okay. creepy lemon. That actually gave me... Uh, okay, so brief synopsis of this movie, I guess. There's a Grinch, and he lives in a cave above Whoville, and it's almost Christmas, and all the Whos are singing their songs, they're decorating their houses, and they're all happy because they're excited for Christmas to come. He's just a grump. He's basically Oscar the Grouch sitting on his mountaintop, <laughs> just mad that everyone else is happy. And he's like, you know what? I do, I'm not happy. I don't want anyone else to be happy. I'm going to fuck with the Who's. And he goes down <laughs> to their houses and he steals all their Christmas shit and he takes it up to his mountain or tries to take it up to his mountain. And then, yeah, watch the rest of the movie, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah. If you haven't seen it somehow magically, I don't know how you miss this like 25 minute gem of forever yeah but but yeah so that's basically what happens and there's a part in it where he's developing his maniacal plan where he does this like really really wicked sinister grin um the hairs on his head like he has these two little horn 
type hair situation that like curl up into little devil horns. Yeah. And then his <laughs> smile gets really, really big and the sides of his where his smile lasts or ends, um, are super duper wrinkly. And as I was watching it, I was thinking, why did they choose Jim Carrey for this when they clearly should have chosen Willem Dafoe? <laughs> uh Willem Dafoe, he... His natural face already looks like that. Like, the, when Willem Dafoe smiles, he looks creepy as fuck, and he has the, all those wrinkles. Yeah. Like, the already done, like, creepy wrinkle face. I don't know. He's he's probably pretty hard to get to do a Grinch movie. And they probably thought, like, Willem Dafoe, he's probably a funny dude, but he's not Jim Carrey funny. Yeah, but I don't think you need a Jim Carrey funny, honestly. Like Jim, I liked the Jim Carrey version, and I think he did a great job. But I don't think that the Grinch character needed to be that funny necessarily. Like I think Willem Dafoe's character in this is super the complete opposite of a Christmas movie, but in Boondock Saints, like the way that he just has the ability to kind of go all over the place. Yeah, like that is basically the Grinch. <laughs> He, I think he would have done a really good job, but this is just like, you know, one off me wishing that they would have done that <laughs> casting. Okay. So something else that's really cool about this movie, if you haven't seen it in a long time and you know, again, haven't watched it since you were a kid and only didn't pay attention to any of the names that were associated with it. The narrator for this movie is Boris Karloff, who you might not recognize again by name, but he is a horror icon. Yeah. The man was, he was actually Frankenstein's monster in the original Frankenstein movie, the original Bride of Frankenstein movie, and the original Son of Frankenstein, and was also Imhotep in the original Mummy. So all in the 1930s, this man, like the original, very, very first horror films, this dude was it. He was the horror icon. Like, everyone thinks, when you think horror icons, you think of uh, the guy who plays um, Freddy. Oh, Robert Englund. Yeah. Robert Englund and uh, the guy who plays Michael, right? That's been the same yeah. guy. Yeah. You think of those guys, because they've been playing the same character over and over and over again. Boris Karloff was the first. He was, like, the guy to be all of these different characters and to scare the shit out of you in the 30s in black and white and sometimes in silent films yeah uh watching this this um you know short movie and listening to the voice boris karloff has an amazing voice um that's like i said when i think of the grinch this is the voice that i think of when he's you know devising his plan and being evil it's a really good voice yeah so a lot of people who aren't in music don't actually realize this because it's never credited to the right person. Um, and a lot of people think that the song, the You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, is actually sung by Boris Karloff, who is the narrator, because why wouldn't it be, right? Yeah. But it's actually sung by a man named Thurl Ravenscroft, who, if you know anything about Disney, you definitely know this man's name. He was in a um, barbershop quartet called the Melloman, who did a ton of stuff with Disney in the 1960s. He's the bass voice that you hear on Haunted Mansion. 
And he was the voice for over 50 years of Tony the Tiger. So every Tony the Tiger commercial you remember from your childhood, that was Thurl Ravenscroft. Like, that was that dude's voice. Okay, that's pretty cool. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. So the song You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, that super deep bass voice, that's Thurl Ravenscroft. And he's amazing. Another fun fact about this film, it has a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I, I, I can't see why anybody would want to downplay this at all. Yeah. Like I said, it's quick, gets to the point, gets in and out, and it's got good music. The main character's funny and an asshole, and it gets better. It's, it, I don't see how you could be upset at this movie in any way, honestly. Yeah, it's honestly over so fast that it's not possible to get mad at. Like, we, st- we were watching it. And I looked at, I stopped for like a second to take a note and I missed like, (laughs) I missed the major plot point. (laughs) I had to like rewind for a second because I missed it. It was over in 30 seconds. (laughs) Jesus. It's, it's, it's quick. That's why I like it. It it gets in, it gets out. Yeah. (laughs) So this film, um, because it's only 25 minutes long, there's only three songs in the whole thing. There's the very opening song called Welcome Christmas, which you might not know that's what they're saying, apparently. But all you really hear the Who's ever say is, whatever that is. Like, they're kind of just mumbling gibberish. And then there's a song uh, called Trim Up the Tree that's like a fast-paced one while they're... It's like a montage of all the Who's decorating their house. We played that in middle school. Yeah, and then You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, which is the song that everybody knows that plays in every Christmas, like on every Christmas radio station ever right now, in every retail store that you've ever been in. Like, it's playing at some point because it's hilarious. So because this movie only has basically the Grinch and then just a faceless bunch of Who's, we are going to skip the favorite and least favorite character option because you really only have the Grinch and his dog. And we're going to switch to the music. So what is your favorite line from You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch? Um, the one that always stuck with me, every verse, the last line, that's like usually my favorite part because it's like an extra super diss to him. Mm-hmm. But it's just a fancy one. But uh, my favorite one has to be the three words that best describe you are as follows. And I quote, stink, stank, stunk. Oh, that's yours? Really? Yeah, it, I, it's, <laughs> I was joking about that right before we started taping. Yeah, it, it, it's legit my favorite lines. It's, that's the one that always sticks with me. It's funny. Oh, man. Okay, so my favorite line in this entire song is, your soul is an appalling dump heap. <laughs> <laughs> like... Could you be more harsh to anyone? <laughs> Your soul is an appalling dump heap. It's like, it's That's so what I'm in- saying. It's the, so the, intense. The voice is so mean to him. It, the line, ah, I love it. It really is. Okay, did this movie give you feels at all? The Christmas feels? Yeah, I mean, it, like, one of the overarching themes for it was just like, you know, the Grinch thinks that, Christmas is all about presents and shit. And, you know, he's like, well, if I take that away from him, then that'll end Christmas and I can have, you know, peace and quiet. And then he's like, oh, shit, Christmas is about, like, being happy and being with your family and stuff. He's like, wow, I'm, I'm a piece of shit. It's just, I, I always get a good smile from this. Like, this movie 
And um, the Rudolph one. Oh, yeah. Fucking, All the claymations. Fucking Bumble just popping out. Like, Aww, some Bumble. of my favorite stuff. Uh, this one always gets me. We're going to get to that, me. I promise. Yeah, this one always gets me. I always get Christmassy feels from it. If anything, it's going to make me smile. This, this is a good one. I love watching this one. Yeah. So this film doesn't really... I mean, it makes me feel Christmassy for sure, but it doesn't give you that, like... For me, it doesn't make me, like, tear up or cry. It's not so moving or heartwarming that it does any of that but it definitely puts a smile on your face and makes you think of you know being a kid and watching this sitting on the floor or whatever yeah while the parents are doing whatever they got to do uh do you have a memory associated with this movie oh uh all the time it just anytime it came on around christmas time i just remember me and jasmine watching it my mom would watch it with us and stuff like that just Tons of memories and in band around Christmas time, we would always play like have a medley of these songs. And I remember um, we did the you know, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, and like the bass clarinets played like the melody part, and it it was really good. The music's amazing, and you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. It's a real funky song. Like listen to it, it's a, it's a good song to play. I've heard many versions of it, jazz stuff. So, yeah, music-wise, that always brings me back and just watching it. Because I remember watching this a ton when I was a kid. Okay, so my memory association with this film is not any one specific time watching it, kind of like you, just uh, watching it a whole bunch of times. But definitely, we would watch this every, maybe not Christmas Eve specifically, but close to Christmas um, at my grandpa's house. And I can distinctly remember my grandpa always singing this song. Like whenever we would, whenever we would watch this film, he would always sing the part about the banana. He was like, "You're a greasy banana peel" or whatever he says. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the stink, stink, stunk part. He would always just like emphasize that, like overly emphasize that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I have that like ingrained in my head about this movie like i will never ever forget him just singing at the top of his lungs when thurl ravencroft is singing about how horrible the grinch is just my grandpa echoing everything that he's saying <laughs> and so what's your seven word synopsis for this film mm. damn um salty frumpy green man gets christmassy revenge I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let me see. Um, the Grinch learns about Christmas and shit. Uh, mine is that poor little dog. Damn that Grinch. <laughs> damn that Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> no, he loved. He loved Max. Just... I guess he overworked the shit out of that. Dog. Yeah, I was gonna say he. Was th- mean. That dog did work for his food. He was mean. <laughs> and then also seven words. Your soul is an appalling dump heap. So that's my favorite diss. I'm going to start saying that to people. So I'm sorry if your soul is an appalling dump heap. Like, I can't help you there. <laughs> <laughs> it came from a kid's movie, so can't hate too much. Do you have anything else to say about the Grinch? Any fun facts that you saw or read or anything like that? Oh, uh, Cindy Lou Who. Her voice, uh, it... it re- it kind of popped out at me. Uh, she, the the voice actress, did uh, in Rocky and Bullwinkle. She was the voice of Rocky. Oh, that makes sense. And then I think she did some also, some Disney stuff too, probably. All yeah. those voice actors probably 
went through Disney at some point in their like voice acting lives. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's just like Cindy and the Grinch. Honestly, those are the only voices in the. Yeah, that was some stuff that I was, uh, or things I was thinking about while I was watching this film, is uh, this takes place in Whoville, which if you aren't super versed or don't remember a lot of your Dr. Seuss um, readings from when you were a kid, Whoville is on a dust speck that is being held by Horton the Elephant in the jungle of Newell. So all of this is happening on a tiny dust speck in like, these things are super duper tiny. The Grinch is not like an actual person size. He's the size of a dust mite. So. Yep. <laughs> Just a salty, grumpy dust mite. Yeah, the grumpiest. <laughs> and other things that the Jim Carrey version got wrong. Cindy Lou Who's only supposed to be two, not seven, like she was. Well, it would have been hard for a two-year-old to really keep conversations with him because she meets him a couple times in the movie i believe oh in the in the yeah in the jim carrey version she they talk a lot but um they have a lot of conversation but in this version yeah no also two-year-olds most two-year-olds do not have that advanced of a vocabulary as cindy lou had in this movie at least because they say that she's like barely two and no someone like a barely two-year-old does not an like an almost three-year-old maybe yeah sure but I I can't remember the name of the video of something on YouTube, and they were explaining that if your heart grew three times, you would die. Yeah, your body would just fall apart because your heart is just. <clears throat> well, your heart is like what the size of your fist. Yeah, bigger, something like a little that. bigger than your fist. So if you can imagine three of these like just on top of each other, that yeah. where would that even go in your chest cavity? Oh, not even. The obvious chest cavity problem is no. just the fact that your heart is that big, it would fuck you up. Well, yeah, because <laughs> it'd be over-pumping blood. You would just, like, yeah. you'd go into shock and die. It, I don't think it was a because science. It was something, some web, some site, and they were like, yeah, you would extra die. But they're like, well, the Grinch ain't human, so maybe it works out for him. But he shouldn't really be functioning. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but he got the strength of 12 dudes. 12 Grinches. Yeah. Not 12 dudes, 12 Grinches. Yeah, he lifted that shit over his head extra yeah. easy. <laughs> yeah. So, that was our mini review on How the Grinch Stole Christmas. If you haven't seen it somehow, you should definitely watch it. And if you haven't seen it in a long time, go back and give it a watch. It's literally the same length as an episode of any show that you watch that I know you're binging right now. Because I know everybody's got Hulu or Disney Plus or netflix or apple tv or whatever like i know you were binging something just take a break from that for a minute and watch one episode of how the grinch stole christmas and enjoy a little happy christmas time feel as always follow us on twitter at allentown pod feel free to email us at allentown presents at gmail.com find us on spotify and itunes and google play and basically anywhere that podcasts can be found and if you didn't know somehow and you got this far i don't know how we spell our name alan a-l-l-e-n it was brought to our attention that maybe people are spelling it wrong but probably not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah two l's and an e and that's it that's all we gotta say so mm -hmm. thanks for listening and good night okay see you guys soon bye